Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Oh, no. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps, by creeps, for you creeps. My name is Vinny, I'm your host, and joining me in studio, we all hate his fucking guts right now. It's hot Carl. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Good to see you, my friend. I brought, uh, I brought a friend with me today. He's been hanging out with me all week. Uh, I believe I say some photos from the baseball game Saturday night, and I have uh, additional photos and videos that we'll be sharing. You know what, man? Somebody made a really good point online about this. Oh, really? Yeah. About me and Wicket? Yeah, about you and, and little Wicket. Okay. They said, if Carl is so willing to do so freely, so quickly, is it really a consequence? And I thought to myself, huh, I have reason to doubt that this is a big-time consequence. I'll be honest. This one's a little bit easier than driving to Gary, Indiana. That is true. No argument. And I, I wanted to get it done in a timely manner, I get criticized sometimes on this very show for not getting my uh, consequences done in a timely manner. Fair enough, but here's my question for you, sir, and this sure. is the question I'm sure all the creepos out there want an answer to. They want to know, do you feel any shame at all carrying around Wicket? When you're walking around with that thing, do you feel any type of shame or humiliation? Or are you just pretending like you're holding it for a child that's missing? <laughs> what are you doing? How, how, how is this working for you? Well, Vinny, as you know, my uh, normal demeanor is that of uh, a joy. And so uh, <laughs> this does not drag me down. Having my little wicket with me does not drag me down. He's my buddy, and uh, we've been hanging out all week. I need that uh, song, Don't Drag Me Down, Wicket. I need that song. I think it's Don't Bring Me Down, but yeah. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Who gives a f- shit? Who gives she- a fuck? Now, I had to use a different system because StreamYard was being a little weird, so our results girl is not going to be here with us today, so I'm just going to give you the results from last week. And oh, yeah. I'm mighty sore about them. Oh, yeah? What do we got? 136 for Carl. So what, 31? <laughs> That's got to be my biggest win ever, probably. That might be the largest victory in the show's nice. history. I don't know. People are paying attention. That's good to see. I'm not pleased. That's good. I'm off to a good start. I do want. I do understand. <laughs> yeah. I do understand that one. You I was. It. You called it during the. Uh, I the told episode. you guys. I'll take the L on that one. That those people deserve whatever happens to them, and I hope it is they are left in a prison cell, same way they left their daughter. Just leave him in there. Manny Muscus says, Carl's just happy to have a friend. All right. All right, Manny. Let me see if that works here. Hey, can you uh, change the score on the screen to uh, to one for me, or is that uh, going to be more work? Hold on. I will. All I'm right. going to change it for so it's yeah. proper. I want to make. Yeah, there it is, baby. 
There yes. it is. The score is now one to nothing heading into the next round. Now, Beautiful. one of the fun things that we like to do around the holidays is find a fun way to celebrate. And yes. yesterday was a big time holiday. I think all around the world. It was Mother's Day. I don't know if it's all around the world, but sure. But everybody has a mother all around the world. That's true. So that is true. Yesterday was the day for honoring all the good moms. This show is for the rest of them. Yes. Because today we're talking creepy moms. Creepy moms. And I want to point out that yesterday was a holiday. Today is also a holiday. What do you mean, Carl? I don't know if you know this. I saw it on my calendar this morning. I I was surprised. It is Super Chat Monday. Can you believe it? Are you kidding me? I kid you not. So, people, get your Super Chats in. We will read them here on the Creep Off. Some of these shows, they're not even reading the Super Chats. We read them. I heard some rumors that you don't like to read Super Chats. Yeah, that, that, that is bullshit. You know, know, you know who told me? Rumors. Who told you that? Blind guy. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to Blind let him guy. know. He's got not a real cool. smart mouth on him, too. Not cool. All right. All. Carl, I guess we should ring the bell and let's get into it today. All right, I'll go first since I won. And I'm going to present to you Raina Thyday. She's a mother of eight, Vinny. And on December 19th, 2014, she's in uh, Northern Australia. Okay. She has um, kids ranging from the age of 18 months to 20. And so the 20-year-old is now out of the house. Okay. And he decides he's going to come visit his mom on a Sunday morning, 11 a.m. He gets to the house, and he finds his mom outside of the house, covered in blood and stab wounds. Huh. And he is horrified by this. So she can't even talk. He doesn't know what's going on. He calls the paramedics and the police, and they come and they whisk her away to the hospital. She'd been stabbed 35 times. What? Completely soaked in blood. Okay. So obviously, Lewis is freaked out. He's like, oh, my God. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on with my mom, but I got to get in the house and see what's doing with my siblings. Because he's got seven siblings in the house. And their ages range from 18 months to 14 years old. They started walking through this house, and in almost every single room, there was at least one murdered child. There were eight bodies found in this house in total. Eight murdered children, all equally as brutalized as Lewis's mother was. There were stab wounds all over them. They were covered in blood. The walls, the floors were covered in blood. All of these eight children were pronounced dead at the scene. You think there's like pictures on Zillow or something? Oh, you can go and see that fucking house? Yeah, it's going to wow. be tough to sell. Wow. There's one dead kid in every room? <laughs> yeah, each room they walk into, there's another dead kid. It's not funny. So uh, eight total murdered children. Seven were this woman's kids, and one was a cousin. Four boys, four girls. Jesus. Yeah. It was a pretty heinous thing that happened in Australia. It made big news, and uh, they wanted to know who would want to do this. You know, the, the mom survived, but none of these kids did. With 34 stab wounds, you said? Yes. She okay. survived it. Okay. And uh, people, people wanted to figure out, like, because this woman was beloved. She was known as a great mother. She had people over to the house all the time. She loved to cook. People loved her cooking. And so this neighborhood's very quiet, suburban neighborhood. And, like, who would want to do something like this? This seems so crazy. And before I get into that, um, I just want to say how big of a deal this was. They held a funeral for all eight children 
all eight of these children, all eight of the victims, all shared one funeral. It took place in like a big convention centre and had over 4,000 people come to pay their respects, one of which was actually the Prime Minister of Australia at the time, Tony Abbott. That's a fun time, huh? Pack an arena full of people all mourning these children's bloody murder. And then the politicians show up to just get themselves you see right over. You through that one, don't oh, you? Oh, I hate politicians so much, especially local politicians. Yes. They're well, worse than freaking shitty lawyers. They show up at every tragedy. That's true. That is true. Uh, and sometimes they cause them. So the only lead the police had was the mother, Raina. And she's in the hospital bed. And she has, amongst many of her wounds, she has a punctured lung. So the doctors would not allow the police to question her until she was stable. They were very concerned about keeping her alive. And so one of the things that the doctors realized, though, pretty early on, is there was something strange about her injuries. The angles were unnatural. And it turns out that they were all self-inflicted. She had stabbed herself 35 times. I don't think she wanted to live anymore. She did not. What would make her not want to live anymore? A day before the murders, neighbors heard Raina pacing up and down her street. She was fiercely yelling at nothing for hours. The screams were about her being the chosen one. One of the neighbors briefly heard her saying, You hurt my kids, I hurt them first. You stab my kids, I stab them first. If you kill them, I'll kill them first. So she had just gone through a breakup, Vinny. And uh, she had some financial issues. With what? Sanity? <laughs> well, yes. Yes. She had a little bit of a, a break from reality. Oh, my goodness. She had recently stopped smoking marijuana, something that she used to enjoy every day. And I actually saw one of the newspapers blamed her prolonged use of marijuana on this incident. I don't know if that's true. Get I doubt it. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, but, yeah, so that, that was a little bit weird. But uh, so when she quit smoking... She got, like, really obsessive, and she started cleaning the house nonstop. She just needed everything to be perfect and everything to be great. And it was very odd that she was going through this really dramatic change in her personality and her behavior. So when she did come to, or uh, she was able to, to talk again, she said that she had gotten a bird call about the world ending. And so she didn't want her kids to suffer through the world ending, so she decided to kill them all so they could go directly to heaven. She, Always with the shortcut to heaven with these kid murderers. And she said stabbing herself was not to try to cover up for the murder and make it seem like she was also a victim. She was trying to kill herself as well and was unsuccessful in doing that. So I, my creepiest mother is Raina Thyday, who murdered seven of her eight children and her uh, cousin. Okay. Or I think it was a nephew. So that's your creep? That is my creep today, Vinny. What all do you right. think, buddy? Uh, all right, Carl. Well, let's hit some super chats. I don't want them to do uh, that. get too far behind. Husey, very nice of him to. Uh, let's see what we got here. Husey Entertainment, thanks for the 10 bucks. He said, hey, guys, the Potsdown show is this weekend. Tickets just arrived. I hear that the PA system is flawless and that Ray DeVito has some A-plus stand-up material for it. Can't wait. Yeah, and then uh, right after that, we have Cardiff with uh, 280 Canadian. He says, I heard a rumor in Pottstown that Carl loves boys. I love all people, Cardiff. Especially boys. And then you Younger the better, he said. Another five pounds. Does it say Vinny zero and Carl one? Because it represents their body <laughs> shape. Boom! Roasted! Okay. I like okay. it. Okay. I like it, Husey. 
All right, Hughes. So, um, yeah, apparently we can talk about it later. I guess you've kind of talked to Cardiff about his experience in Pottstown. Yeah, but, you know, he has co-host confidentiality on air. Mm. So anything he says must stay in the circle of trust. I see. Because I don't want to deal with a cranky potato. All right. But I will say this. uh, It sounds like from what I read online and a lot of people really like Perry Caravello. A yeah. lot of people really like He Perry got a Caravello. big ovation. It seemed like a lot of people were there just for him and were uh, a little confused about the other activities going on. I did bust Shuli's balls because I was watching uh, their show this morning. Yeah. And they were talking about, they. Ha- I guess they had tech issues up front. You know, I'm never going to throw stones at anybody over that. Me neither. Yeah. It never going to do that. It happens, people. But uh, I did have to bust his balls because uh, I think Joe, producer Joe, was like, yeah, remember when Vinny ran it all in Rochester? Everything worked so well. He was running ahead, fixing it all. And I was laughing my ass. I was like, if you only knew what a fuck up I am, dude. Well, we, we were supposed to use different uh, TV screens for the award ceremony, the Dabbies. Yeah. But uh, we were able to pivot and, and make it work. You did a great job, Vinny. You kept your cool for once. Which was nice. Yeah. Uh, I can be yeah, a real pro sometimes. I guess they had uh, some tech issues, and it was it was difficult for uh, the the microphones and the PA and the board. And uh, I've been there, done that, so yeah. I feel for them. Yep, sames. I hope everybody had fun, though. So can I do my creep now? Yes, please. All right. April 14th, 2014, Carl, a gentleman oh, named same year. Darren West was cleaning out the garage of the duplex that his ex-wife and mother of his three children, my creep today, Megan Huntsman, had recently moved from. Okay. Darren had just been released from federal prison for an eight-year term for distributing methamphetamine. Oh. That January, he got out in 2014. So he had gotten his life together. Sure. He's making a fresh start. Okay. He's out of jail. And uh, the house that, they, that we're discussing here belonged to his parents. His three children with Megan still lived in the house, but they had recently asked Megan to find another place to live because Megan really likes her meth, too. Mm, I see. Let's talk about meth, baby. Let's talk about it, yes, sir. Let's talk about all the bad things and the bad things meth had seen. Let's talk about meth. I want to challenge the listeners. If anyone can find a single story or even an anecdote, of someone doing math and it leading to good things in their life. Go watch subreddit surfing episode one. Okay. They yeah. all tried to convince me that it was like, no, man, it's cool. You can quit anytime, and it's really helpful to getting things done. They all tell you okay. the same story. Yeah, that's like the old Artie Lang joke. It's great if you want to walk to St. Louis in a weekend. Yeah. 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 So we have a gentleman cleaning out a garage, Carl. Yep. Not a big deal. While he's cleaning out the, buy, the, the garage, he finds a box that he had never seen before containing what he thought was old rags or clothes. Okay. And uh, he dumped it out to figure out what was going on. And he was horrified to find the skeleton of a tiny baby. Oh. I have audio. Ah! <laughs> yeah. He panics. He calls the cops. Police go to the home. They examine the body, determined it was a newborn baby who appeared to have been carried to full term. I actually have audio from when the police showed up. Shit, partner. Now, they start executing a search through the rest of the house, but they didn't have to go too far because as they start opening more boxes in the garage, like the worst episode of Storage Wars ever, Carl. <laughs> yeah, right. Just like the house you were talking about, every box, mm-hmm. there's a dead baby. It's another skeleton. There's a dead How baby does it skeleton. Not stink? 
You can't just have decomposing bodies in your garage. Seven babies. Seven? They found seven babies, well, dead I guess, babies. I guess I win this round. <laughs> it's not a numbers game. Yeah, I think it might be this time. It's actually an execution game, literally. <laughs> oh, boy. The six tiny bodies were found each in a separate cardboard box inside the garage, wrapped in shirts and rags. That's right. The house that Megan Huntsman had moved out of. She didn't even take them with her, Carl. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of shit you got to bring with you when you leave. She couldn't even take them with her. What, did she just forget they were there? I don't know. Now, during the relationship, they were both big meth enthusiasts. They had the three kids. Problem was, they also fucked a lot. Megan had a lot of explaining to do. And while she's talking to the cops. <laughs> All right, so your definition of fucking a lot is having seven children. So they had sex at least seven times. Is that what you're telling me? Well, she kept getting pregnant, yeah. is my point. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay. So during the interview with the police, because she had a lot to explain. During the interview, she basically explains that it came down to the babies or the meth. Yeah. And you know what, officer? I didn't have money for both. Well, you do have to pick one or the other. That's a... <laughs> Not, not necessarily the Sophie's Choice. I'm not going to call this smart family planning. No. But it is some type of planning. Uh, drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. So once they get all the truth out of this woman, it turns out from the year 1996 to 2006, she had kept seven pregnancies secret. She would go to full term with these babies. And when she felt labor coming on, She'd, like, bullshit everybody, like, yeah, I got to go to the garage, going to smoke some meth. She'd go out to the garage and fucking pop out a kid. Then she'd either smother the baby or strangle Here's it. Here's another thing that's pretty crazy about this is you ever see a fat meth head? Because I haven't. So they, they got to be like, why does she keep putting on weight? All this? Every, it's like every nine months or so, she gets real big. I, I think that if it. everybody in the house is on meth, they're never going to notice. Okay. I don't think they notice that shit. So this happens seven times, dude. She strangles and smothers seven newly born, fresh out her cooch babies. Mm -hmm. I, know, I know how that works. Fresh out her cooch. No, I know. <laughs> I know where babies She'd come from. She fucking murder her baby and then wrap it up and throw it in a cardboard box and throw it with the fucking rest of them. Like oh, my closet. bitch, bitch, bitch. I mean, is it that much different than some of the uh, abortion laws? I mean, don't we have laws where you can wait till three months after giving birth to abort your child? I believe that's uh, that's what Fox News told me. The results from the FBI show that five of the babies were girls, two were boys, and that Darren West, the man who found the boxes, was the biological father of all of them. Wow. <laughs> At least you, you are didn't the cheat father. Out of <laughs> the worst episode of Maury ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now, when it comes to baby in box number three, <laughs> Darren, you are the father. Oh, my. On February 12, 2015, Huntsman pled guilty to six counts of first-degree felony murder. Why only six, Carl? Why only six? Because she argued one of them was stillborn. Okay. I would have argued all of them were if I were her. I just, Especially considering that it worked. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Yeah. Think of that now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, could you imagine, like, having to get all that out of, like, what number was it? Was it the last one? Was it number three? Was it number five? Vinny, I don't know about you, but when I was younger, like, we'd have, like, goldfish and stuff. And goldfish die. And you bury them in the backyard. Certainly. What, you don't put them in a box and leave them in the storage area. 
I know. Why isn't she burying these children? She's got the energy for it. You know? Smoke some meth and dig some holes. She does not seem that she was that interested and what in, happened to these? In dude? getting away with it? Because that's yeah. the only thing I'd be interested dude, in if she, I were her. She did get, in her brain, she probably did get away with it. She moved. Yeah, that's true. Like, how could you go through your life knowing that you just have your children in cardboard boxes in the garage? By the way, I'm seeing in the chat another person talking about how uh, this isn't the best show for lunchtime. We recommend you eat your lunch before coming over to the Creep Off on Mondays. This is not what you want to be listening to while enjoying your meal. Good point. Good point. That's my recommendation. So she was sentenced to six counts of five years to life in prison with three counts to be served consecutively and three counts to be served concurrently like that matters. She ain't getting out, motherfucker. Yeah, probably now, not. Now, what was interesting is they were talking about infanticide, like, you know, where you kill a baby. And most mothers, like, you know, the baby throwers, the shit that we deal with. Mm-hmm. They only do it the one time. Like, they just know not to get pregnant again. Right, yeah. They just know, like, yeah, I really hated that baby, and I didn't want to have it, so they I fucking work, killed uh, it. birth control into your budget. They, they argued, a lot of doctors argued the psychology of this. Yes. And that this woman was basically a serial killer. Um, like, in a very, very bizarre way, but she was basically a serial killer. Well, let's, let's see. They thought that it was like a serial killer. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So... I've never done a story like this on the creep off before. I don't know. We've talked about people murdering their kids. I have never heard of a woman seven times waiting for the kid to come out of the fucking womb and then Bart Simpsoning them and just strangling them and then throwing them in boxes. Is that what she did? Do you know? It says she either smothered or strangled them. Jesus. That means she did one or the other. All right, not the couple times. Great. Not the world's greatest mom. I'll give that one to you. I'm going to say creepiest mom. All right. I think you should all vote for my creep, Megan Huntsman, on Reddit this week at r slash the creep off. That's the uh, the Reddit. All right. I, you know what? I think uh, I think this is a good one this week because there's a lot of reasons why you would vote for mine killing all of her kids at once all on a Saturday night. That seems easy. I don't know, man. That, that seems like a pretty brutal scene. By the way, they have uh, torn down that house and now it's a park. With a memorial for the uh, the dead children. That's a downer when you want to go play. Ah, love to be the next door neighbor. The funky haunted park down the street. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> baby ghosts are the worst kind too. So obnoxious. Not into it. Not into um, it. All right. Is that your? Uh, are you wrapped up? I'm wrapped up, buddy. All How right. was that for a quick, easy creep this week? Love it. Love it, Vinny. I saw a super check come in from my bo- my boy Brian Johnson. All right, BJ. He says Ray DeVito was only paid $200 and couldn't afford a room. I heard he's still riding his bike back from Pottstown. I just hope he has his tires working for him this time. I really don't know Ray DeVito at all. I don't know anything about the guy. Said everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about him, but apparently the folks seem to like him. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I'm not going to Pottstown for $200, I'll tell you that. I mean, we don't know if that's true. Brian could be... Making up a story. Why there. would Brian Johnson make up a story? Because it's funny. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> he's funny, a funny guy. guy. <laughs> he's a funny guy. <laughs> he's killing me lately. I really think, and not to like t- talk about him. I mean, he's probably watching still. Uh, I feel like he lives two different lives. Like now we like all involved in kind of like the dabble verse. But like I'd tell him Steve Dave is like a totally separate thing. I wonder if those guys don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. Motherfucker made the rounds last week. He really did. Very impressive. Uh 
I hope Mary Beth's feeling better. How come Chad never invites me on his stream? How come Chad is ever like, Vinny, you worked with Carl. You know what a dick he is. Dude, you know why? Chad doesn't have the foresight. He didn't even invite Brian on. Mary Beth had to tell him to invite Brian on. So maybe Mary Beth should tell him to get you on. Yeah. Oh, do you want to talk about your thing with Opie this morning? <laughs> Uh-oh. It's all your fault. It really is. I feel I feel pretty responsible for uh, Opie not being thrilled with you. It's so funny. All you do is go out and give people money, and then they just don't like you. I can't figure it out. Okay, I don't have the clips pulled, but I don't know if this is something you're ever going to cover on WATP or not. Oh, I will. I- I'll cover it this week. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? But, yeah. uh, you know, there's been, like, this nice relationship kind of going between subreddit surfing and Opie. Cardiff has really broken the ice, mm-hmm. and uh, every now and again, I'll turn on Opie's stream in the morning just to see what he's up to. Yeah. And uh, this morning, he was bitching and moaning uh, about his Instagram bringing in like 69 cents or something like that, and he jokingly said, I wanted to get Pinkberry today. And I was like, fucking, he wanted to get frozen yogurt. So I meant to send the guy 10 bucks to say, hey, man, go grab some Pinkberry from Vinny and Cardiff at subreddit surfing. Got it, yeah. That was what my the thing was to be. Just a, a nice thing. advertisement to 14 people. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, man. I wasted my money. But <laughs> yeah, not one of these days, I was hoping it would pay off. And sure. Every, and I could make peace and make everybody friends. The the peacemaker of the dabbleverse. That's yep. me. Yep. So. How'd that go? Not well. <laughs> so I I had screwed up, though, and I sent him a $1.99. And I went, oh, fuck, I meant to send 10 bucks. And I was like, oh, that's almost insulting. Here's for your pink berry. Here's $1.99. Yeah, but so what? <laughs> that's kind of funny, too. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to think of being a dick. So, like, I went and I gave him the $10 and said, here's for some extra toppings. Yes. When I said that, he's like, oh, $9.99 from Subreddit Surfing. He was very excited. And he starts going. And I'm taking money from a guy who goes on a show and rips me and and uh, talk and trashes me, and I, I, out of nowhere he does it, and like I yeah. was like, holy shit! Yeah, that was, it was so being... bizarre because like you could tell, and I'll play I'll play it on uh, WTP this week, but you could tell as Opie's like processing who you are and where he's getting this money from, and then he's thinking about well, but he hangs out with Carl and Carl just shows with Anthony, and I fucking hate Anthony. Like you can see this like getting more and more upset as he's like talking through it, and I'm watching it just sitting at my <laughs> desk like starting my day. And oh, I was like, oh, no, am I the one who's going to fucking ruin this relationship? And then I said, he's like, bro, one of these days we just got to chat. Yeah. I sent him a message like that or something. I threw brother on the end. So it was in his language. Yeah. yeah. We got to chat one day, brother. Why do I want to chat with the guy who trashes me? And I'm like, oh, God damn it. It's hilarious. So I sent him a message and he responded. And uh, I think we're going to talk more. Oh, good. I think we're going to have a little longer of a conversation, Interesting, I hope. interesting. Okay. Um, I did totally throw you under the bus. Yeah, I, I'm sure you did. It's fine. I did. I, I told him the truth. Because, like, when I went on your show, you played the clip of uh, him messing up that super chat. He said, oh. the, he said the N-word on accident. <laughs> yeah, on accident four and times in a row. I excitedly. <laughs> was as fucking diplomatic as someone could be after that. I laughed at it and said, Opie, you just got to admit you dropped the ball, dude. You laughed. You, you should just laugh at this. They got one over on you. It was an expensive joke, yep. but they got one over on you, which is not trashing him, which is not being shitty to him. But I don't know, man. Yep. We'll see. Whatever. I try. Poor Cardiff, man. He's doing everything he can, and we're just not allowing it to happen. I hear you're trying to sabotage this show because you got a podcast hitman letter, and you were going to read it on oh, WATP I forgot instead to bring of the it. creep off. I forgot to bring it. 
I'm going to read on WTP because it's about WTP. Well, and it was sent to me. Let's hear the let's hear the uh, let's hear a tease. Give me a teaser. Um, so Alex sent him an update on everything that's been going on. So he got a, a note. And um, I could strangle Alex because what no. Alex told him was in that note, he Alex told me after he goes, I told him to start sending stuff to the P.O. box. And I'm like, no, because then Carl will play it all on W.A.T.P. Oh. It'll never make it over here. That's not what this is about, Vinny. That's what I think. That's not what this is about. Um, but anyway, podcast it, man, was getting caught up on uh, what's new and what's happening on W.A.T.P. since he stopped listening to it. And basically, you'll be shocked to know that he needs money. Because he can buy, like, internet and tablets and stuff if he has money. So he um, was asking for that. So I'll, I'll read it on the WTP. Hey, Daniel Christensen wants to know if this is live. I hope that answered your question, Daniel Christensen. This is live. Also, a couple of thank yous. We got a $2 and $1 super sticker. Ah, JRK. He got 300 cause a super chat gave 100 Okay, and uh, Dela said it should be a sticker. I don't know what to say. Either way, Dela, thanks for the two bucks. No, there, there was another one in there too. R I E N. Right, right. Nope, 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 not nope. Yeah, right there. That's the one. It said uh, it was no. one dollar. It's just a. Oh yeah, it's one pound. Yeah, one. Thank pound. you. Thank you. And then uh, from Pahas. Ooh, what kind of money is that? Love Alex. from Bihar, India, home of oh. youngest killer kid. Oh shit! No shit. Amarjeet Singh. I know who that is. That's your town. That's awesome. Very cool. Thank you for uh, checking us out. Oh, thanks, man. And then uh, Brian Johnson comes back. Walt and Q have no idea about my secret life. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm in the WATP, WATS, Creep Off, MLC, Mudshark, Melton, Red Bar closet. It's, but you're not, though. You're, you're all the way out there now. You're fucking loud and proud, Brian. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are now out there. <laughs> And, you might as uh, well be marching in the parade, dude. It's so funny. Anyway, people should check out uh, Tell Them Steve Dave. Always. That's a great a, show. That, it is a great Brian show. Does. Brian's a very funny guy. Now, listen, I'm going to the, the, throw this out there. Yep. Um, Carl and I had talked a little bit, and I'm not going to say anything other than this. There are the very, 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 very beginning preliminary stages of another Creep Off Live show. That's all I'm going to say. I thought you were going to say our website. <laughs> That too. Website's coming back yeah, real yeah, soon. Yeah. Website's okay. going to be done quick. All right, hoping. Vinny. You know what time it is. Is it time to learn about those fucking crazies we talked about last week? Yep. Who are these creepos? Yes. I had to go back and check out another episode of Fruit Loops, Serial Killers of Color, because these people are nuts. I told my wife about this. <laughs> I never talked to my wife about this show. I was like, honey, you got to hear this shit. So if you don't remember, if you didn't hear last week's episode, this is a show hosted by Wendy, who's a self-proclaimed black Latinx person, and Beth, who is a basic white bitch. And on this episode... She's her housecracker. They're joined by Minnie. Yo, Beth is one of the good ones. Yeah, she called to, her one of the good ones. According to Wendy, this is so insane. And their whole thing here is that they talk about the serial killers who are minorities because the mainstream media is racist and they won't do it. Which I'm still trying to wrap my mind around that one. So, the, this and episode, she's not nice to Beth either. No, she is she not talks, nice to Beth. Oh yeah, she talks all over Beth. So this episode is a little bit different. What they did is they watched a uh, Netflix documentary, and then they discuss it on their show and, and bring a lot of value mm. to that. Great. And it starts off with they're just 
having so much fun, Vinny. They just laugh a lot, which tells me this must be a, a fun, upbeat comedy show. We have Wendy, Beth, Minnie, and all you all listening out there. Thank you for joining us. Minnie, I'm so glad you could make it. And oh my God, I'm so glad we have an Edmonton, Canada connection in the house because we need it, <laughs> especially for this case. Um, so we watched a film documentary <laughs> called <laughs> The Hatchet Wielding Hitchhiker. I don't know what they're laughing about. Just spit it out. You watched a, a thing. Now you're going to talk about there it. There is literally nothing funny about Edmonton. No. There is not one goddamn funny thing or entertaining about it. So whatever they're laughing at is one of them's making a silly face while she's drinking water. Probably. Just something completely stupid in the room that has nothing to do with the podcast. Or they're mentally ill. They're mentally ill. And yeah, I am mad at Edmonton because they let Eichel sneak through to the Western Conference Finals. I'm not happy about that. Well, it happens. It happens sometimes. Okay. So are you familiar with this? The hatchet-wielding hitchhiker? Yes, I saw that documentary. You did see it. Okay. I had yes. a feeling that you would be. All right. So, again, they're just having so much fun with us. He was an unhoused nomad who, after saving a woman from a violent attack, became an overnight celebrity, sought after by reality TV producers and adoring fans alike, until murder turned his fame <laughs> into notoriety. <laughs> oh, my God. Where's my hip-hop air horn? <laughs> What are they like again? Do they just like the way the 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 black woman talks? Are they so amused by her? Because I'd be offended. I'm like, is she, what, what's going on here, people? I'm I just, don't understand what's happening here. I don't know. This show is so bizarre to me. But anyway, they really offer nothing. They bring nothing to the table. There is no reason for them because here's the kind of analysis that you get from them. Okay, and I and and it just like anyone who would like. His description of it, you know, he was clearly excited about he was joyful. how he, yeah, killed yeah. this guy. Or I didn't see it that guy, way. Or did he just injure him? I can't remember. He just injured, he injured him. him. Yeah. Just, yeah. But it's like the, smashing how him in he the head violently with a... attacked him, he was yeah. like super excited about that. Yep. I'm like, that's not good. Yeah. 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 Violence is not good, Vinny. I have a question. Did you know that? Violence is definitely not good, but here's my question. And yeah. I'm just thinking about this now. The premise of this show is serial killers of color. Yes. It's a white dude. Well, so this guy, I know, I was thinking the same thing, but they're saying that he's indigenous, that um, he's like a Native American or something. They were talking about what tribe his dad belonged to. So I don't know if that's a reach or not. I, I don't know. I'd call it, it a reach. I'd call it a big-time reach. Well, the other reason why they were excited to talk about it is because apparently the guy that this guy, and he became like an internet meme for a while there, the guy that this guy hit over the head with a hatchet was yelling the N-word. I don't know if it was Gino Bisconti or another guy from Compound. I'm not sure. But he was in the street. <laughs> the Pat Dixon story. Yeah, he was just in the street yelling the N-word around. And so this one, this one, Wendy's like, yeah, this guy came up and smashed him in the head. Like, yeah, good. And I was like, well, I mean, it's not great. <laughs> it's not a, I don't know if there's like a winner. I don't know if it was Gino. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Gino. <laughs> Holy shit, Carl. I don't know. <laughs> Violence is never the answer, never people. Never the answer, baby. Violence no is never the say. answer. I don't know what to say to these people. They're <laughs> claiming this guy's Native American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, this, this is, just makes no sense. This guy, Kai, 
There's no mission to this show, like even though they're <laughs> pretending to have one. There's I know. No... Well, let me play an example of how bad they are at even doing the show because they're just making small talk for the sake of making small talk. Like this is like a conversation starter right here. And so they start out in Fresno, February first, two thousand thirteen. Where were you? Go. Uh. Uh. February first, two thousand thirteen. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was my last year in uh, Arizona. Who <laughs> fucking cares? Vinny, where were you on February 1st, 2013? This will be fun. Oh. And then we can talk about our lives a little bit. I remember very well. Oh, yeah? Uh, Pontillos came around 3 o'clock, dropped <laughs> off my afternoon delivery. Vinny's one of those guys who remembers every second of his life, but only the food that he ate. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, it was the middle of the ruthless aggression era, and uh, Raw was coming on. Mm. Uh, Dela, thanks for the two bucks, says Gino jump rope routine on the wheel. I don't know what that means, Carl. It will kill you. It would kill me. Yes, you will not. You will not survive that. Oh, so let's not do that. What is it like? Uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I have to go into the hood, jump rope, and yell the Edward. Oh, that's a good idea. No, it's not. That's a <laughs> that's, terrible that's idea. Fun. <laughs> All right, so. They're talking about how everyone was enjoying this guy when he was going around with this viral video and including a person they think is very funny. His name is Stephen Colbert. Now, Minnie, I don't know if you and I have ever talked about this before. Stephen Colbert used to have a show on TV after The Daily Show yeah, where he played a character that was making fun of Bill O'Reilly. Yes, it was The Colbert Report. The Colbert Report. And it was brilliant and hilarious and everyone enjoyed it. And then... Steven got a promotion and got uh, a bigger show on a network. Not just a bigger show. He got Dave Letterman's fucking show. Correct. And decided that he was no longer going to be funny at all and is aggressively unfunny in every fucking way. And let me tell you something. And I don't want to shit on people. The stand up on that show is atrocious. It's brutal. Whoever books the stand up on that show is out of their goddamn mind. They're daring you to watch that show. It's insane. If it not for Trump, that show would have gone away in the first five months because no one was watching it. So anyway, these idiots, Wendy, thinks that it's, he's very funny. And then Stephen Colbert gets on the bandwagon, and he's like, for the first time in human history, somebody says, boy, we are so glad that a homeless guy was carrying a hatchet. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> and yeah, I don't know if anybody's ever said that before. Is that even a joke? What are they laughing about? When is Stephen Colbert ever going to say something funny again? So here's what I if, if you're asking me what they're laughing about. Yeah, I'm going to say it's that they think that they should be. So they are. OK, I think that this woman has said something that vaguely resembles a joke and their brain. So they I immediately mean, just give it everything they got. It sounds like I'm having a hard time smile talking. And that's what I do for a living. That's how painfully unfunny these people. You are. do look a little somber, more yeah. somber than usual. Yeah, it's annoying. Well, Wendy is going to teach us something, though, because I don't know if you can tell this, but she has been trained. I've learned all I need to know. Violence is not the answer. Well, what else are we doing? She's been trained in improv, though. I think you could probably pick up on that with these conversations that she's doing. She's going to tell us some information about it. I know a little bit about improv, and that's sort of the yes and. Like, everything you affirm, everything the person is telling you, and go with it. It seems to me like you're the expert, Mark. Oh, she knows the one thing everybody knows about Every improv. fucking joke ever. Thanks for telling us that. We mm. didn't know. Appreciate it. Really helping us out. So then they talk about other videos that they enjoyed. And um, I guess, Wendy, there's this one video that used to go around. It was kind of viral. 
And uh, this has got to go back to like 2005, 2006, because I was at E-Bombs World. Where was I? I was at E-Bombs World uh, when this video came out. And one of my favorite internet videos was, Larry Brent alone. <laughs> and I just played it over and over and over again. That video is fine, but you're watching it over and over again? The Lee Britney alone guy? That cackle at that, that member Barry's cackle. Ugh. I remember that, so I'll laugh extra hard. Is yeah. it unnatural? It's unnatural. That everybody. that got under my skin for a second. I felt me go, oh, God. You know, uh, the reason Especially why I wanted to that. We've never done this before. I've never brought the same show two weeks in a row for who are these creepos. Fucking bring them next week. I, I want to fucking so keep I was so excited about this too. last week, and I was just like, what is going on here? And then this episode drops, and it's just not fun. The other episode was so much more fun than this. But, all right, we do need to learn something. And we're going to learn something about the Kardashians. That only black people know. They're killing it. Are you ready for this, Vinny? Okay. <laughs> Interesting thing about the Kardashians. This is a conversation I hear amongst black people is that these women copy the aesthetic of black and brown. Oh, women. for sure. The big yeah. lips, the skin color, the hair and wigs and the big butt. Right. But they are rejected by white men. White men don't accept them or find them attractive. So they fall in love with and have babies with black men. Anyway. Huh. I just wanted to bring that to the pod in case, you know, the whites listening haven't heard that part of the conversation. <laughs> is that bizarre? That is the weirdest take on that I've ever heard. Black people hate the Kardashians, I guess. Um, Black women. I'm not know. throwing any of them out of here. No, I know. That, I was Unless the they thing. start talking. <laughs> Unless they start talking. Good point. But like Kourtney Kardashian, there's not a lot Kourtney Kardashian could do. For me to reject her. Yeah. She could shit on my pillow before I go to bed and I wouldn't be mad. Vinny, you're one of the good ones. Vinny's, Vinny's one of the good ones, Wendy. <laughs> but I'm just thinking she married the dude from uh, Blink-182 now. Oh, did she? Yeah. Which one? The, the one drummer. Who, the drummer is... Oh, is, no. That, not the not, alien one. The, I like the alien one. He's the best. He's the coolest one. All right. Uh, thanks, Uncle Sammy Pooh, for the $5. Punishment idea. Stunt Joe diet for a week. Just Coors Light and bologna sandwiches. That would kill me. I could go a weekend. Yeah, I maybe could do, a weekend. That that might be funny. The Stunt Joe weekend diet: bologna sandwiches. And I'm Coors frying light. that bologna though. I'm not drink, I'm not eating cold bologna sandwiches. That just sounds so disgusting. I don't even think I can get one down. Honestly, this to me feels like the wicked consequence to you. I think I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, right. You're just like, okay, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'll maybe survive. I'll do it two weekends in a row. We'll see. <laughs> Who knows? Um, this is kind of interesting. So. For some reason, they're talking about how that kid uh, in the documentary was a guitarist, but he wasn't that great of a guitarist, but they were trying to play it up on this doc. He's an amazing musician. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I got yes, into a debate yeah. this weekend with my brother about Pitbull and Flo Rida, <laughs> who yeah. are not necessarily musicians, not no, necessarily the most yeah. talented, yeah. J-Lo included. Yeah. But they are so good at entertaining us. Yeah. Um, yes, and, I yes. think Kai, and that's a talent for sure. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I like I like Flo Rida's songs. They're catchy. They're, they're fun. They're I'll shut up, Beth. Hold on a second. <laughs> your impression. You, you shut up, Beth. I want you to name you two. You keep Flo Rida's name out your mouth, Beth. I want you to name two Flo Rida songs because I bet you can't. 
I only know the one. Yeah. I didn't know that there was a second one. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I listen. Get, uh, just want to let you know, Wendy. I'm a big fan of that Flo Rida. That guy. He sure has some catchy hooks on his songs. Sure you do. These women are trying to impress their black friend so badly. It's so embarrassing. Oh, man. What a weird-ass show. We talk about that at Bridge Club all the time. Flowrider just got hit after hit. We just can't get enough of it. All right. What a terrible fucking hill to die on. Yeah, I'm a big Flowrider fan. There's a lot of better rappers out there than Flowrider. So, yeah, I know. So then uh, they talk about, because this guy was homeless, or as they call it, unhoused. They're very politically correct on this show. And they talk about how... They don't want homeless people to be arrested or removed from wherever they set up their tent. Well, we they, disagree then, honey. They think that's great. I know, and it's actually this is actually going to play into what we're going to be talking about during the scum parade here. But listen to this dumb shit from Wendy. Um, and then they talked about how, on top of that, he would steal a bunch of stuff from stores and then give it to people in need, which is yeah. so dope. No, that's not dope. Stealing things from stores and then giving it to people is stupid. That's why all of these stores are closing up in San Francisco. Exactly And now right. the neighborhood doesn't have shit you can buy anymore because Fucking, people are just stealing it all. Somebody was just telling me they were going out to San Francisco for a work trip and they were excited. I was like, "Fucking have fun. Yeah, good luck. May I say this? Yes. There is a good reason why the San Francisco 49ers refuse to play in the city. They play like 80 miles outside of town. San Francisco's fucked. And it's because they're letting people be lawless and just steal whatever the fuck they want to. Nobody wants to be there. No one wants that. No. And in fact, we have a very scary um, story that we're going to give you on the uh, scum parade. But that's what I thats what I have for this week. Uh, who are these creepos? This Fruit Loops show, I'm fascinated by it. I'll probably check out more of it and uh, bring you some more stuff because... Please keep us posted on that yes. show. You know what I want for next week, Carl? Can I, can I put in a request for next of week? Of course you can, buddy. Let's let's get back on the Nancy train. Let's see what Nancy's oh, up to because yeah. Lori Vallow just got convicted, yes. and I'm sure Nancy has lots of thoughts on that. Well, I'm sure she makes it about her, so I do want to check that out. Dayla with another two bucks still doesn't know what to say, but that's okay. You can keep giving us money. You don't have to have anything to say or anything interesting to say. Yeah, we'll take it. Thank you. Yeah, there's no judgment going on here. If what if there's one thing people know about me, I'm not a judgmental person <laughs> at all. Right, Vinny? Uh. I got some chat messages earlier from someone about that who seems to disagree. Oh, really? Yeah. Who would that be? Fucking Opie. Oh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. forgot about that. All right. We just talked about that. All right, Carl, you ready for some voicemails? Yes, please. Our voicemails are brought to you by our good friends in the city of Syracuse. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Rochester may be getting the PGA Championship this year, but Syracuse is the only city where everything is subpar. See you in Syracuse. All right. Tied, tied in a nice uh, topical golf joke. I get it. Well done, McBride. Carl, this one is for you. Hi, Vinny. Hi, Carl. Holy shit. This Fruit Loops podcast that you brought in on the last... Um... Who are these creeps segment? Yeah. This shit has fucking fried my brain. I can't figure out if... Both of these chicks are sincere, like, in fighting a racism kind of way. If they're uh, sincere and, like, they're both actually racist, or if this is satire, I can't tell if one of them is doing it one way or if it's doing the other way. It's very strange, very bizarre. I kind of had that feeling like I uh, think Drew Lane from Drew and Mike have with Sophia with F. 
I don't know, man. It is fucking bizarre. This is my new obsession. Please bring more of this bullshit in. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Yeah, I am shocked by it because the way that they carry themselves on the show, too, where they're talking about their Patreon and, you know, <laughs> I didn't even play this part of it. But at the beginning of the show, at the $12 tier of their Patreon, they will just do a video call with you. And you could just, like, chat with them. Book it. We're booking it. <laughs> We're booking it. Yeah. We're booking it. Good call. I do want to Book talk it. to Wendy. No, Book it. Because she goes, she goes, you know, like, sometimes you'll be in your car and... Someone will say something on the podcast you're listening to, and you're like, no, that's not right, and you're yelling. Well, now you can actually do that to the podcast hosts. It's like, that's a weird way to sell that. Okay. Great. I would love to do that. <laughs> I don't think they realize that smile motherfuckers like you exist. Yeah, probably not. Probably. I don't go to the, um, the same conventions that they're going to. Well, you're not allowed. For their podcasting conventions. That's correct. I am not welcome. Hey, I have a, um, since you played one for me, I got one for you. Oh, good. Over here. Hi, Carl. This is Dylan from somewhere. This is for the creep off. I have a creep report from the podcast world. Oh, good. Vinny and Cardiff had a mind-numbingly boring guest on the latest subreddit surfing for the entire 90 minutes. Even with a potato filter on, you could see Cardiff's boredom and disinterest after 10 minutes. I love you, Vinny. But when a guest is sucking all the entertainment out of your entertainment program, you've got to go to plan B of simply reading posts from the anti-natalism subreddit. What a pretentious, overeducated, underintelligent, dull douche nozzle that guy was. Vinny, call me back. Carl, don't call me back. Okay. Thanks, Dylan. Dylan from somewhere. Dylan, I got to be honest with you. I agreed after I listened to it back. I was just so floored about some of the dumb stuff that that guy was saying mm -hmm. that I was hoping he would just stay out and do more dumb stuff, if that makes sense. But you're right. I should have realized that he's insufferably boring. But... I will also say this. We're talking about it now. So if you want to go listen to it, you yes. can watch it at well, it Subreddit is, it Surfing on YouTube. It's a fascinating topic. This person doesn't want anyone to have children ever again. Oh. What's wrong with extinction, he says? <laughs> I mean, what, what's wrong with it? It's hard like, to argue, I guess. I'm like, well, don't you think it's wrong to fight nature? Our whole existence is based off of procreation. The whole reason sex is enjoyable is because of procreation. Right. Why are we? Because well, you know, because somebody could get cancer. Thanks. Yeah, there's good things and bad things. That's how, yeah. that's how life is. Yeah, was, I felt like I could have explained that to him in five minutes, <laughs> yeah. but it ended up being 90. Yeah, but, no shit. Know, Can't have good without bad. Uh, Dela says she figured it out. Love Carl like Vinny. Fair enough. Oh, thank you, Dela. Is Dela a woman? I'm, I didn't know that. I believe Dela is a lady. All right. Well, love you too. Okay. Uh, let's hit another voicemail. This is a suggestion for the Wheel of Consequences. Hey, fellas, I just had a consequence idea come to me. What do you think about you have to set up a TikTok and you have to post at least one video a week until you get kicked off? So you could start with Stuttering John's super racist song. You could you do any number of things, but uh, but you have to keep it up until you get kicked off. What do you think? I keep fucking back. Okay, this is a this is a pothead idea. You were very stoned when you thought of <laughs> yeah, this, sir. I, know. I I I know it when I hear it. And uh, <laughs> do you know how easy it is to get kicked off of TikTok? I can do it pretty quick. I think. Uh, you just talk about the Chinese government. <laughs> do do um, do up do do um, do up. Yeah, that song. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. The Chinese government's full of shit. Do do um, do up do do um, do up. Oh, where'd my stream go? Yep. Yeah, that's it. All right. 
Fun idea, though. Keep those ideas coming. Dayla. And by the way, Dayla is a man. Wow. Okay. But I still love you, Dayla. That's weird. All right. Is it? No. <laughs> it's fine. It's 2023. I walked in here with a stuffed animal. You could love whoever you want to. That's weird. It baby. didn't have that weird hole on the bottom either when I gave it to you. Okay. <laughs> it's an audio podcast. I, see I had it. my wife sew it up. Okay. Good. Is that why it's so squishy? Oh, it wasn't a squeak toy. Um, punishment idea. Lionel Hutz, Eternity in Love, $5. Punishment idea. Dress up as a lady. Hang out at Pickwick's Pub. And be picked up by Stuttering John. Cherry Rim, avoid it like the plague. <laughs> That's a good idea. A funny idea with a Bugs Bunny stuttery John. <laughs> Hi, John. <laughs> I like cars, too. I have a feeling that... Do you like baloney? If if John has been there long enough, he won't care. He won't care either way. All right. Next one. Hey, guys. It's your old pal, DP. Carl, you win. You fucking win the creep off. Is that is that what you wanted to hear? Yes. Does that make you feel better? Yes. Can we just go back to necrophiliacs and <laughs> pedophiles and cannibals? Can we go back to that now? You fucking win. I'd like my innocence back, please. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. That story, if anyone hasn't heard last week's creep off, I'm still, I cannot believe these parents let their their daughter Sit on the couch for 12 years until she died. It's so insane. <laughs> it's so bad because I can't believe it. I can't. When it's, your it's... kid is that annoying, they just sit still for that long. The same lady left fucking six corpses in her garage. Six baby corpses in her garage. Yeah, I mean, she I'm was, not surprised. She was a meth head. These people were like upstanding citizens of the community. And then were shocked when they were charged. with. They're the ones who invited the police into their... House after she died, and then they're like, "Wait, what, what crime did we commit?" I'm, I'm not even sure. I it's feel like hilarious. their brains fucking shut off to it. Yeah, like they went nose blind. Vinny's the Ray Devito, W A T P. Oh fuck off! <laughs> wow, shots fired. It's getting brutal now. That's true. Nobody knows who I am either. Good point. All right, let's see. Last voicemail I have. Howdy, Vinny. Carl. I've got a suggestion for the wheel. How about loser has to go to a furry convention wearing the cow bikini? <laughs> That's it. Have fun. Fuck you. Now, no more cow bikinis for me. I'm done with that. I've retired from that. I think we gave it away at DabbleCon anyway. I don't think oh, I have it anymore. Jesus Christ. You know, that, that sounds terrible to me. And I'm just imagining the horrible things that could happen to you if you did show up wearing that. Like... People dress like dogs, just jumping on you, humping your legs and shit, because you look so sexy in the cow oh, bikini. God, I would definitely turn somebody on that I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, like, that would be a problem. Yes, that would be a problem. So um, I'm probably one of the more in-shape motherfuckers at the furry that's convention. That's true. That's true. Vinny, you can actually get laid there, buddy. Um, yeah, furry conventions are can be fun. Going to get some beaver. Maybe we'll do something with furry conventions on the wheel at some point. Are there even any, like, there's got to be some on the East Coast around here. Oh, yeah. No, I I, I was at one, not at one. Let me rephrase One that. more time, Carl. Let me rephrase one that. One more time, Carl. It was happening at the Hyatt Regency downtown, and my buddy was getting married there. They had the reception in one of the rooms, and then the other room was the furry convention. So we were in the, you know, when we went to use the bathroom, there were a bunch of furries in there. And I don't know uh, if you know this, but they frowned upon you filming from your phone when you're in a bathroom, but I 
could not help it. I was like, holy shit, this is insane. So you were, you made a little video of you in the bathroom with the furries? I did. I did. Did you go, guys, it's me, Slurp Slurp. Don't you recognize <laughs> me? I know I'm not in costume. I'm at a wedding, but... Let me get changed. I don't have quick. my spear with the dildo on the end of it that I usually run around uh, with when I'm in my Ewok costume. Yeah, no, we know Slurp Slurp. We know. Jesus don't. Christ. Uh, Dela says, still don't hate you, Vinny. I never hated you, Dela. Nothing but love. <laughs> I like still don't. Like, it's going to happen eventually. All right. Well, now, give it time. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Everyone comes around eventually. That's what they've been saying. Yep. That's what they've been telling me for years. Are you ready to do a scum parade, Carl? I am, buddy. Me too. Let's get after it. Ask Fisker Whiskey, my buddy, why he knows that most of the big furry conventions are on the East Coast. And also, Alex knows that the biggest one is in Pittsburgh. What is going on here? Why does everyone? I mean, it's okay to each their own. You remember, curious. show about creeps, by creeps, foreign creeps. Oh, yeah. We court this. Uh, we court yeah, this. I guess you're right. All right, let's start off with the Czech Republic, shall we? Okay. Carl, you and I, we don't have kids, but. We sure can tell the people when they failed as parents. <laughs> yes, we can. And, uh, I, I have no problem judging parents for being shitty. Yep, I think that we could start here. What do you say? I love it. A man died with a ping pong ball in his asshole after being electrocuted while pleasuring himself. The single 30-year-old from the Czech Republic who lived at his home with his parents was found dead on the floor of his bedroom by firefighters who were forced to knock down the door. By the way, good thing he died or else that would have been very embarrassing. Yeah, and like I'm not trying to kink shave here. But he lived at home. Come on. Yeah. You're 30, you live at home. Stop it. He's wearing a one-piece women's swimsuit and had tightly wrapped his legs, trunk, and neck in straps of plastic and fabric. His concerned parents sought help after he failed to open his locked door, despite them knocking for a long time. Doctors revealed in a report outlining the unusual circumstances of his death. Police found an electric massage device laying next to the man's body, which was still connected to the main's power. Test showed the one-handed device, which had signs of, quote, where yes. had malfunctioned while plugged in. Burns on the man's skin inches above his penis corresponded with the outer shape of the massage device's head. As such, his death was ruled to be down to accidental electrocution to autoerotic manipulation. Now, an autopsy carried out 48 hours after his death revealed a strange foreign body in his intestine. Publishing details about the man's case, doctor said it was uh, a fancy condom in a plastic translucent box onto which a label was fixed with the victim's first name marked with a black inscription. It measured around five to five centimeters. Another object around nine centimeters in length was lodged in his rectum. The doctor said it was a round plastic cylinder onto which a ping pong ball was fixed with plastic wrap was placed. So he made himself... Some type of ping pong ball headed dildo. Yes. And for some reason, I, I, I appreciate whoever wrote this article. Someone drew a photo of what the x-ray would look like. <laughs> <laughs> Complete with his genitalia and everything. 
which is uh, insane in that article. I don't know if you put – I think you put links, right? Yeah, I, I will. You'll be able to go look at it. Uh, so uh, I'm, I know people don't want to hear about my masturbatory habits. I don't really want to get into it, but I am boring. <laughs> I am so fucking boring. I This could never possibly happen to me. It just seems like too much fucking work. He's getting – putting out a one-piece dress and – Oh, it's, a, it's just too much. He's fashioning himself a saran wrap dildo. Yeah, it just seems this like is, a lot of work. This is a real... I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've ever needed an electrical outlet to be near me when I've masturbated before. Only to keep my phone plugged in. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, though, hold on a second. When you think about this, right? I'm not, again, not king shaping. Do your thing. But you know how they say everything's a slippery slope? Mm-hmm. Where did this start? to get to here yeah good question like where do you go wrong to the point where this is what you have to do to fucking get off i I don't know the answer to that also i love that in this article this is a quote from the article it says people most commonly shove objects into the rectum for sexual pleasure um one of the other reasons people shove objects into the rectum I mean, that, that's the most common, but what are some of the other reasons? In human like to torture, I would imagine. I mean, they're putting it in their own butt, so yeah. I don't know. Just curious. Dude, either way, dude's dead. They didn't identify him, but I feel for the parents here. Oh, God. You know what? They're so happy to be done with this horse shit. Dude, this you, know, problem. you know what a nighty ruined dinner was probably ready and on the table? They're yep. down there waiting for him. Dad's up there knocking, son, dinner's getting cold. I know. It says that he was knocking on the door for a long time. All right. If he's not answering, he's probably doing something he doesn't want to open the door for. Leave him alone. Until he starts to stink, don't worry about yes, it. you know what's going on in there. All right, let's go down to Jacksonville, Florida, shall we, Carl? All right. Oh, where'd it go? Home of... A male nurse, Carl. Enough said. From Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. Word to Baptist South is accused of taking a patient's phone and sending nude pictures and videos stored on the phone to himself. You know what I think? What's that? I think it was an elaborate scheme to make it look like he isn't gay. You know what I think it is? What do you think? Pervert alert. It's a pervert alert. Yeah. This guy was caught on the hospital surveillance video. Now, here's what happened. The nurse's name is Luke Waski. He's charged with video voyeurism and sexual cyber harassment. Now, he was newly working there. He was a recent hire. He was terminated after this happened. But it all started when a woman was still laying in her hospital bed, asked her assigned nurse, identified as Waski, to call someone from her phone to let them know she was okay. Mm-hmm. The woman unlocked the phone and handed it to him, according to the report. He made the call she requested then left her room with the phone, the report said. Moments later, she got a notice on her Apple Watch. Oh, that fucking Apple Watch. It's a snitch. That text messages were sent from her phone, which included nude photos and video. Oh, that Apple Watch is a rat. Now, Gets you every time. According to the report, surveillance video showed Waski with the phone and his attempt to return it by hiding it between blankets he carried into the room. 
When the woman checked, she found new messages in the recently deleted section of her phone. The report said the phone number that received the messages matched the number the hospital had on file for Wasky. So this guy actually did it right. It, it was just the, the watch that fucked him up. He knew to delete it. He knew to hide the evidence. There's no way to delete that, though. Well, I mean, she knew where to look. A lot of people wouldn't know where to look for you know recently deleted messages. But anyway. Yeah. This is a creep. This is a devious creep. Yeah. Not, naughty, naughty. Now, Carl, let's talk about the coolest principal, teacher, whatever the fuck this guy is in the history of schools. Yes. Agreed. A former academic dean at Boston Public Schools. Congratulations to the Celtics, by the way. Bring on my, the Miami Heat. Public schools have been sentenced to over 18 years in federal prison for his involvement in recruiting at-risk school students into a gang and running a drug-selling operation on school premises. Wow. That's... This guy is baller, dude. That really is. is they're like, I, I know what job you have. How do you have so much money? How is it that you're always driving these fancy cars? He's figured it out. Shit. Shit. <laughs> Sean Reverend Harrison. He got sentenced to 218 months in prison with 98 months of time served for conspiracy to conduct enterprise affairs through a pattern of racketeering activity commonly known as RICO. Shit. Authorities say Harrison lured and manipulated teenagers into the criminal enterprise that specialized in street terrorism. Mm. They claimed he was the architect of a ruin for an entire generation of promising young lives, exclusively <laughs> targeting and grooming vulnerable at-risk youth Hold and becoming the very thing he was hired to work against. Promising young lives. Yeah, I'm sure these kids would have been astronauts. You don't if know. For this you don't know. Them into the Latin Kings. <laughs> Come on. Harrison was a member of the Latin Kings, as you just said, and yeah. Queen Nation, also known as the Latin Kings game. Prosecutors said members, they continued to use drug distribution to generate revenue and engage against violence against witnesses and rival gangs to further its influence and protect its turf. And because it's cool. Let's not forget that. Girls, look at you different when you're connected. Fuck yeah. In 2015, Harrison started working for Boston Public Schools as an academic dean of the English high school. Harrison's job included mediating between students and teachers, working with families when students were struggling in school, and running an anger management program for helping at-risk students. Smart. That's where you do the recruiting right Wink. there. Smart. Officials said Harrison started recruiting several of these at-risk students to the Latin Kings and ordering them to sell drugs to other students that he would collect the money. In March 2015, Harrison started to become suspicious of a particular student, Carl. Yep. Because he thought this kid was pocketing the money. Prosecutors said he believed, according to the press. Uh, that the student didn't want to sell drugs anymore and thought the student would tell police about what was happening at the school. Can't have snitches. On March 3rd, 2015, Harrison met the student at a McDonald's and shot him in the head. Can I just ask you this, Vinny? Yeah. Why would you meet at a McDonald's to murder someone? That seems like a really dumb... Like, everything you've been telling me, I'm like, this guy's brilliant, this is amazing, this is really smart, I wish I had thought of that. And then you get to this part, and I'm like, why would you go where there's surveillance cameras to shoot someone? Get a McFlurry. Oh, yeah. They're delicious, Carl. <laughs> See, I don't think like you, Vinny. That's why we're, That's why there's two of us on this show. Yeah, you know. Smart. Together, we're the perfect criminal. Yes. Harrison met the student at the McDonald's, shot him in the head, like I said. The incident was caught on surveillance footage, and the student survived. Oh, Jesus. The student spoke with investigators and told about Harrison's alleged scheme at the high school, which included recruiting students to the Latin Kings and selling drugs on campus. Harrison was convicted of attempted murder for that incident. And sentenced to 25 years in state prison on top of all those other convictions. 
Did you hear? I was listening to uh, Tim Dillon's show. This story reminds me because he came up with this crazy story about um, a person who came to the country illegally and then starts a gang and, and kills off the people who don't do a good job selling drugs. Anyway, uh, he, he told this story, and I, I guess, I mean, I think it's true. Uh, you can look it up. But um, a woman successfully sued McDonald's because a McNugget fell out of a Happy Meal and gave her toddler daughter second-degree burns on her leg. Yeah, I saw that. She did got a lot see, of money. Did you see that? And it's like, how the fuck does a McNugget land on your leg and then sit there for two minutes and burn you? So he had a whole theory that this woman took a lighter to this McNugget, got it real, real hot, and then just pushed it into her leg in order to collect some money. And I have to say, I'm thinking I'm with Tim on that one. That's an insane story. But the jury awarded him. The jury, the jury thinks that McDonald's was liable for that. Uh, not only the McDonald's Corporation, but also the franchise owner because of a hot McNugget. Carl, it's insane. this is one of those situations where the mother is the problem. Yes. The mother is clearly the problem because the child theory. is clearly stupid. This is a stupid child. The, the, you have to be stupid to have that kind of searing pain on your body and not react. Like you have to either the fucking signal is not running fast enough to their brain. No, it's it's the mom going, this is going to hurt a little bit. But listen, you want a new bicycle? Because I, I don't got bicycle money. I don't got new bike money right now. But if you can handle this McNugget for a couple minutes, we could get some bicycle money. Not not completely wrong, Carl. I know. Let's get caught up on the uh, super chats. I think there's one two we got here. There. Uncle Sammy Pooh says uh, punishment idea: Lego Firewalk. Also come to Texas, please. Vinny Winnie Pizza Champ. Fuck yeah. P.S. Eat the bologna cold, you coward. No, uh, not doing that. And uh, Pre, thanks for the two dollars. Says, hey guys, let's give these guys more super chats. <laughs> Agreed. That's, that's hilarious. Uh. Lionel Hutt said, sounds like how Stud Joe go out, but with cores. Oh, yes. Going back to um, the previous story there. The, yeah. Uh, Sorry we missed it. Czech Republic. Sorry story. we missed it. He's shoving cores up his ass, guys. It's a silver bullet. I got to tell you, Carl, our final story this week is terrifying. But not to me because I don't take public transportation if I could help it. Right. Because I've been doing stories about the San Francisco BART system since 2013. Do you want to explain what that is? It's basically their, uh, their tunnels. It's like their subway, but mm -hmm. it's also elevated. It, does, it goes lots of different directions. And it's it, connects, it connects San Francisco to Oakland. Right. So Charles Johnson, he's 24 years old. He got arrested at the West Oakland station at 1 p.m. in connection with a stabbing that happened in one of the BART tubes. Now... He was wearing what do they call it, a baklava, mm -hmm. which is like he was covering his face, and he was attempting to steal a victim's backpack. Okay, he then pulled out a meat cleaver, yes, and slashed this man to steal his backpack. The victim was a 25 year old dude. He was hospitalized with non-threatening injuries. Now, passengers are freaking the fuck out. This guy's pulling out a meat cleaver. Stabbing someone, he's wearing a fucking hood, and he starts making his way down the aisle, like brandishing this thing he's at people. He's purposely menacing every single person on this train, and they can't get out. It, we're traveling under a tunnel, or I guess in a tunnel, I guess is what you would say. 
So there's nowhere for them to go, and uh, he's just walking towards people with his meat cleaver. This guy, James Temple, was a journalist who witnessed this thing. He was down in there when it happened. He says everyone started running through the cars trying to get as much distance between themselves and this guy as possible. I jumped out of the way once and landed partially on a woman who was sitting. I was just trying to get away. When he got to the very front, we ran out through the car, uh, ran to the cars, though. He said that people were trying to get to the very edges of the bar carts to steer clear from the man who was pacing back and forth. So people are, like, up against the windows. Yes. They're all, like, fucking freaking out. Yeah, and this guy Temple says, according to this article, he goes, I'm not going to lie, man. It was pretty scary. No shit, Sherlock! No shit! Yeah, I would imagine. You don't, you, you don't have to lie. I imagine that's a pretty terrifying thing to have happen. Yeah, so uh, have fun out there on the West Coast. I just want to say I cannot wait for President Gavin Newsom. I think that's going to do good things for these United States of America. I am looking forward to that. Oh, man. I I don't know what to say. What a shit state that is. I don't know how you're going to fucking fix problems like that, man. Well, check this out. This article talks a lot about uh, what's going on with this, uh, this system, this train system. It says, according to statistics from the BART Police Department, they have their own police department, uh, there were four homicides, seven rapes, 225 robberies, and 114 aggravated assaults on board BART trains in 2022. You thought I was going to say since 2000 or over the last 12 years. No, no, no. Last year, four homicides, seven rapes, which was actually down from eight the year before. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. 499 violent crimes recorded in 2019. Jesus Christ. I was just like, that's not a safe mode no. of transportation at all. No, it's not good. Like, people say New York is a problem. It is. But it's not that bad. No. I'd much rather have uh, Marines on those trains choking people out, choking out Michael Jackson impersonators. Than a guy with a meat cleaver. I'm with you. I'm with you. Daylot, thanks for the two bucks. Vinny's not nice. Might be the name of this episode. Uh, Carl, as always, it's a pleasure doing a show with you, sir. Yes, buddy. That was a fun one today. Thanks for uh, voting for my creep last week in big numbers. I appreciate it. I'm not going to lie. I voted for you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget, please go and uh, vote on our subreddit or who you thought brought the creepiest mother this week. Yeah, folks, uh, it's going to be a tight one, I think. So make sure you check that out. And also, if you want to support the show, please find us on Patreon. Find us on Supercast. Find us on Backed By. Folks, we give you an extra bonus episode every week. And this week, I believe we might have a guest in studio, Carl. Excellent. Yes. So uh, I don't want to give it away, but uh, it's someone we know who just started a new podcast. Wednesdays at 1130 a.m., we do a bonus show. And if you're on the Patreon Supercast or Backed By... You get a link to that, and you can watch us do that on YouTube. And then you put it up as a podcast as well, right, Vinny? I certainly do. So if you're not there live, you can always listen to it at a later date or watch and, it. And uh, you get your own RSS stream of all those bonus episodes. You can hear them all there. So you'll also get the uh, Creep Off Roast. You'll get all of our Hall of Fame episodes. You'll get all that good stuff all included. And we do appreciate the support. Yes. Yep. So, Carl, I guess it means it's nice to be important. Lionel Hutz, $5 Australian. Huh. Another punishment idea, have your sluggo at a school bus and leg it. Wait, I'm sorry. (laughs) Wave your sluggo at a school bus and leg it. Wave your sluggo. That's got to be some Australian uh, slang right there, right? 
I Wave guess he's sluggo in a school bus. And I like, like that though. You're sluggo. Yeah, I guess I guess he means whip your dick out and then run. I guess at a school bus. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not going to do that one. And uh, I'm never going. <laughs> I'm not even going to run. I wouldn't even do half of this consequence. If the consequence was just run, <laughs> yeah, I'm right. not doing that either. <laughs> the easiest part of it, but he can't do. Fuck it. Good point. All right, let's try one more time, Carl. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. What the hell is he supposed to be? They thought that it was like a serial killer. Cut that part out. She. Oh boy!